Have you ever heard the saying, when it rains, it pours? I don't know if anybody's ever used that for a positive thing or not, but I mean it in a good way today because my team is constantly putting out offers on large multifamily apartment buildings. And we only get a small fraction of those back. And now we actually are working on four separate multifamily apartment communities that we have LOIs out on. We're getting deep into these 700 doors nearing 50 million of acquisitions. When these deals move through from LOI to contract, it's going to be time for my team to raise private equity from accredited investors. So if you've been wondering how you can partner with us, I'm ready for that conversation with you. I've got a link to my calendar in the show notes so you and I can talk about having you be a passive investor on our list. It's important to mention that my team ended up having more interest in our last deal than we actually had room for. Our wait list for these properties can fill up quickly, so take action on this right now. One of the things my team does that sets us apart is that we actually invite our accredited passive equity partners to tour our properties with us so they can actually experience the neighborhood, the condition of the property, and the residents firsthand. Assuming you like to be involved as an accredited investor and experience multifamily investing alongside with us, then please scroll down and click the link in today's show notes. It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by realbluespruce.com. And we're back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Adams. And a lot of people think that buying multifamily apartment communities is somehow has a higher barrier to entry than other asset classes. And that's just simply not true. Well, welcome to the podcast. Today is August 6th. And I just got back from a little trip in Las Vegas with 30 of the most brilliant minds within the multifamily space. And I got a lot out of this weekend. And I'm definitely going to share a lot of those takeaways with you here on this podcast. So keep coming back to the podcast and I'll share with you all the little strategies over time that I got from that one week weekend. And that is enough content, honestly, to fill up an entire year's worth of podcasts. A lot of great information. And I'll be bringing some of those 30... Uh, investors in onto the podcast and I'll be asking them the deep uh, awesome questions that you guys want to hear that's going to help you in your syndication business. Today I'm going to show you two easy ways on how you can get involved in in your very first multifamily but first I want to share with you why you would even want to get involved in the first place all right so I'll definitely show you two ways how but I want to talk to you like why would you even want to do that? And so back in 2008, when many houses were going into foreclosure, I don't know if you knew this or not, but multifamily, at least with um, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac loans, at least with multifamily, there was less than a 1% default rate. So there is one reason why you should be wanting to move into multifamily now, because we don't know what's going to happen with the economy. We don't know when it's going to crash, when it's going to turn, when it's going to take its dip. But we do know that out of all the asset classes that we saw for the last uh, downturn, multifamily was absolutely one of the strongest. That and, assist, uh, excuse me, not assisted living, but storage units, okay? Multifamily and storage units. In fact, storage units actually perform best when it's a downturn, okay? So kind of interesting. It doesn't mean that I'm trying to say go into storage units. You'll have to learn that asset class yourself. But 
multifamily absolutely did great, especially the ones that my company is involved in, which are the ones that I suggest you to be. Okay, B and C assets. B and C assets. Okay, A performs less in a downturn. D performs worse in an upturn. B and C is always staying stable. So there is your first reason why you would want to do this. Then we look at the sharp ratio. So that's S-H-A-R-P-E. The sharp ratio is for risk adjusted returns. And when you actually adjust for the risk within all the asset classes, you're doing a lot better with multifamily. In fact, it's about seven to eight times stronger than the S&P 500. So today I'm going to share with you uh, the two ways. And number one is if you're accredited, if you uh, basically what that means is if you're making $200,000 a year, two years in a row and have a reasonable expectation of doing 200,000 a year next in the year that we're in, or if you're filing jointly and you make 300 for the last two years plus, or uh, excuse me, the last two years and uh, you have a reasonable expectation of you and your spouse filing another 300K this year. Either of those ways actually makes you accredited, but there's also another way, and it's it's a or. It's a this or that or that, so there's three options. The third option just means that you are um, worth a million dollars on paper, excluding your home residence, okay? Excluding your primary residence, your um, this could be your IRA, your stocks, um, any type of bonds, any type of uh, pension plans from work, real estate equity in your rentals, whichever it is. If if it's if you're worth a million dollars except for your house, your primary house, if you make 200k by yourself for the last couple of years and expectation of doing it again, or if you're married filing jointly and you've done 300k twice. Okay, so this is what I wanted to share with you. All right, so if you are accredited, Blue Spruce, my company, and many other apartment syndicators can take an accredited investor in their deals. You want to be extremely careful, okay? I'm, I'm trying to give you the only warning is there is two ways uh, that a company can actually file to bring you in on their deal. And I want to make sure that you understand this in, if you are accredited and you're thinking about going into my deal, if you're thinking about going to anybody else's deal, you wanna be really cautious to see what kind of deal it is that they have, all right? So if it's a 506B, that means that they're really only allowed to raise funds from their friends and family. So if I was doing a 506B offering and I didn't yet know you, you wouldn't be allowed to be in that particular deal, okay? This is very, very important because if you saw anyone allow you to be in their deal when you weren't supposed to based on SEC guidelines, then that company's already showing that they're doing something wrong. And if they're going to do something wrong by letting in an investor when they're, when they're not allowed to let that investor in, that means you should probably turn around and run away. So be really cautious. Ask, even ask me, say, Adam Adams, is that deal you're doing a 506B where it's only supposed to be your friends and family? And I'll be honest with you, I'll say, hey, this one's a B, I can only do this with my you know, close friends, or this is actually a C, let me show you the private placement memorandum, all the documents, let me show you what it says on a, on a C, is that I can raise money from anyone out there, okay? I'm allowed to advertise on the podcast, I, can, I could advertise on Craigslist, whatever. 
I could re go in front of a group and I could stand up and I could say, hey, I've got opportunities for accredited investors. Now, so, so long as I'm doing that next deal is uh, 506C, we're in the clear. But if we're doing a 506B, we're doing something wrong. And so you want to make sure that you're vetting properly, properly vetting any type of syndicator. If they're asking for accredited investors, but then they're showing you a 506B, there's something wrong there, okay? If you are friends and family with them, you know, if you've made yourself close, known them for a month, uh, went out to dinner a couple times, know their dog's name, whatever. If, if you're close enough, and this is a gray area, and I'm not professing to be an attorney, I'm not professing to be from the SEC, but um, it is very important for you to understand one way means you have to have a really good relationship, and the other way means that you have to be accredited. So that goes to show if we're doing a 506C, I'm not allowed to have a single person that is not accredited. Even if they're my friends, even if they're family, the SEC is very clear with securities law, and you have to do it one way or the other. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You know what I mean? You can't, as a, as a sponsor of a deal, that's my company, we're signing on the loan, we're finding the deal. We are unable to, to pick and choose parts of B and parts of C. We have to do all of C legitimately or all of B legitimately. Okay, there's no way around it. So just, I will move on to the next part of this, but yeah, if you are accredited, Blue Spruce Holdings always has opportunities for accredited investors. We also make sure that we're aligning ourselves with other people that have deals and we properly vet them. So if it's a Blue Spruce approved deal, that means we will let you in, right? If it's a Blue Spruce approved deal. But our underwriting is pretty conservative. And it w I mean that because if you want to find us a deal, which is the second part that I'm going to share with you today, if you find us a deal, we are very, very conservative. You might think it looks good, but to our underwriter, we make sure that we're protecting our investors' money as much po as possible. We make sure that we're doing everything we can to uh, to be able to see what happens in a downturn. There are some companies out there that have really aggressive underwriting. And when we look at that, we just see that this means if you do this and this and this and this and this, then the deal will work. For us, we know that we're kind of going toward a downturn. And so our choice is to be more cautious and to be more you know, conservative. So we say it's already like this, it's already like this, it's already like this, and we can have even more potential upside if we do this, this, or this. And then we share with our investors, our passive partners, when we do a private placement memorandum with our 506C offering, meaning we can take accredited investors only. When we do that, then we'll show you exactly how it is that we're being conservative. And what you'll find is if you put our underwriting next to another company's underwriting, we're generally more conservative than almost any company out there. And we do that on purpose because we want, we want not to ever have to end up with frustrated investors. We always want to make money. We always want to take calculated risks. Uh, but when we look at our investments, opportunities that we're putting um, other people's money into, we need to be very, very cautious that we're always making investors happy because we've got this podcast. And like I said, we're on episode 94 right now. 
we've got this podcast. We've got I run some of the largest meetup groups in in the world, right? So I have actually uh, I'm a part of seven to eleven meetup groups, depending on how you count it. And so I I just in one of my groups I have four thousand RSVPs see me every single year, and if we changed if we ever had a a deal go south because of how much we are in front of everybody i know how bad that would turn how quickly that would turn so it's very important to me that we keep our name solid and we continue to pay out when we say we're going to pay out and as as of today the the deals that we have are actually performing better than we've told our investors so that's what we're happy about and that's what we want to continue to do and if you're doing sponsoring if you're actually sponsoring a deal yourself I want you to think the same way I'm thinking put yourself in my shoes care a lot about what people think of you care and and this is I mean most people are telling you don't care what people think of you but if you're doing this right you need to focus a lot on your reputation that is key that is one of the most important things that you have is your own reputation so hold and keep it tactful now that's one way you can be involved with our company if you want to get involved in multifamily right now regardless of what your knowledge level is regardless of what your history is regardless if you have a full-time job or not you are able to get involved in a syndication at least with our company because you're accredited okay so the next thing I want to share is how to bring a deal to Blue Spruce okay so let's go over it a little bit I don't want to get in, involved into it too much we do have a webinar that was recorded it stays on our on our website so if you just go to the blue real blue spruce com or the blue spruce holdings com um, it should always be on at least one of those depending on if if one of the websites are down for construction but you should be able to find our underwriting templates you should be able to go to our webinars and if you watch that webinar we go in very very strict and 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 carefully to show you how it is we underwrite a deal that way if if because a lot of the people listening are very good at wholesaling if you're good at finding those deals then why don't you just find a multifamily deal and instead of trading your time for money this way it allows you to do something once and have residual income over and over for the next few years right so if you bring us a deal and I think I, I should have shared on I'm trying to think back it was probably episode 80 ish um, and a real true live experience with Riley Lang okay uh, that's his real name Riley Lang and Riley brought us a deal actually he brought us two deals the first one didn't really work out too much because they it was working on paper but in real life it didn't work on the second deal that he brought us it actually worked perfectly um, it had a nine cap it uh, we've been able to provide great returns to our investors on that deal the great thing is Riley who this was his very first multifamily deal he brought this to us and we said yes that's gonna work and less than 70 days later about two months later we closed on that deal and Riley got his portion of 135 K so actually there's an acquisition fee that comes toward the general partnership of most deals in this case it was a three and a half percent acquisition fee 
and Riley got his portion of that 135k up front and he also has quarterly distributions he did not have to be the management company or even find the management company he didn't have to raise the money from investors we did that for him he didn't have to uh, all the other things he didn't have to actually just so you guys know it cost us a little over a hundred and probably probably about a hundred and sixty thousand or so just to get the deal okay just fees that our company paid with with um, regard to flying out there getting a hotel hiring inspectors hiring phase one um, let's see well just basically all the closing costs that you need to do our company paid for all that for Riley all Riley had to do was find a deal that made sense and he's able to bring it to a company Blue Spruce Holdings and we were able to close on it for him with him and we got everything working and he's part of the general partnership he helps us make decisions uh, obviously his his portion isn't you know 51 percent it's not just his decision we do that together we work on this together and that was a way that he got in no money no credit and actually he had a full-time job he found that deal on the side so I just wanted to show you or share with you a few ways that you could actually get involved uh, finally if you if you have a chance to go to that webinar it's a record it's it's been pre-recorded we might do another uh, live webinar coming up um, but if you go to the you know bluespruceholdings.com slash webinars you'll be able to actually find any upcoming webinars that we have and finally I'll let you know that one Saturday every single month for the next umpteen months for the foreseeable future once a month my company will be continuing to have an event where we meet on a Saturday just like we did a few weeks ago on July 21st with Nitsan Mosery. Okay, so we have an all-day Saturday event. It usually goes from like 9.30 a.m. all the way till about 2.30 p.m. So there's more than an hour of just networking, and there's generally we have four different presenters. We have a keynote that's always a, a big a big dog flying in, and we have usually uh, one or two people from my company teaching you how we find deals, how we analyze deals. If you're a passive, this is something you definitely want to be a part of. If you're active, definitely want to be part of this as well, if, especially if you're new and you need a, a company like mine to co-sponsor you. So anyway, just a few little things that I thought that I would share with you. If you want to know more about that, just reach out to me, Adam, at realbluespruce.com, and just send me an email and ask me when the next Saturday event is coming up. We have one per month and uh, just reach out to me and I'll let you know when that next one is so that we can work together and we can help you and provide more resources toward you so again if this if any of what we talked about today if it resonates with you my team wants to you know bring you to the next level help you to get where you want to go because multifamily is much much easier than you think if you love this content please leave a review and share this podcast with your friends as a reminder, any investment opportunities mentioned on this show are for accredited investors only. I'm ready to have that conversation with you. It's pretty easy to set up. There's a link to my online calendar available for you in the show notes. Scroll down now and pick a time on there that works best for both of us. Until next time, think outside the box.